welcome to Your Creative Chord Podcast. I'm your host, Jenny Lee Hodgins. If you'd like to explore creativity, hear about other creators, or get more inspiring stories to empower you, Your Creative Chord Podcast is the place to be. Please join me at yourcreativechord.com forward slash get inspired here. My guest, Linus Woods Mullins, is a certified holistic living and wellness expert and certified life coach for women over 40. She's a powerhouse of potently positive content and helpful strategies for women beyond 40. She provides education on holistic practices, fitness, nutrition, and spiritual renewal. Linus is currently sponsoring a trip to Costa Rica in late April of 2020 and is rolling out two new online programs on wellness for women over 40. Linus launched her latest podcast called Vibe Living, or V-I-B-E Living, on February 25th, 2020. And the link for that and everywhere else you can find Linus Woods Mullins, my guest today, are in the show notes below. You've created your own brand, an e-magazine, you you produce and host The Wellness Journey, a new podcast, you have online courses on holistic living for women over 40. That's a lot of stuff just to say in one sentence. And I, I recently met you, and I'm like I said, I'm really impressed and amazed at the volume and the frequency of the impressive body of valuable content you're producing. And I wanted to know... You know, because I'm I'm struggling with all the many moving parts of launching a business, and I know that this is very relevant for a lot of women who I'm not a parent, but I'm a caregiver, and I know a lot of women have children, or they have careers, or they have husbands and a, and a business. How do you get all this done, and what do you do to keep yourself in balance with all of this that you're accomplishing? Give me the secret sauce. <laughs> well, you know, I'm, I'm I don't know what the secret sauce is. I am a work in progress. And I'm constantly working (laughs) on myself to figure out how to be better. You know, I'm constantly doing that because that's just how I'm rigged. But, you know, I think that God never gives you more than what you can handle. And for me, I think, you know, he had to give me the four kids because that's what I needed because anything less wouldn't have been enough. (laughs) And the same thing with, you know, the same thing with my business. Um, I'm used to doing a lot of balls in the air. I've been like that since I was a little girl. But one of the things that I really value and that keeps me from going over the deep edge are my friends and family that say things like, whoa. Whoa, Nelly, you know, they keep you in check. Calm down. Yeah, Yeah, they keep me. That's my balance. They keep me balanced. Spending time with my family, with my daughters, with my grandchildren. That keeps me balanced. You know, hanging out with my husband and doing nothing but binge watching Netflix. That keeps me balanced. Yeah. Because sometimes I have to be, you know, physically pulled from my prayer room or my office where I work and um, just do something else. The other thing that keeps me balanced, because I do, I have these two different sides of our brain, like we all do. Mm -hmm. I have, you know, the creative side, and then I have the analytical side. So I try to do something that, you know, touches both sides during the course of my day, and try to do something that touches both sides, um, you know, also engaging the mind, the body, and the spirit. So that means that I'm going to journal a little bit, I'm going to definitely, you know, work out, dance or do whatever it is to get moving. I'm going to do some adult coloring or creating in graphics or something like that. And I'm definitely going to spend some time in meditation and prayer. Um, I I usually start my days very, very early. 
um, 4.30, and we, and we between 3.30 and 4.30 in the mornings when really? I get up. Really? Wow. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I have found that that is my most creative. That's sweet spot, yeah. That's my, yeah. And um, I spend time in silence. I belong to a prayer line that I've been on for, gosh, about 10 years or so. And we meet every single morning, 365 days a year at 5 a.m., to pray for ourselves and others. You mean in and your own individual I, places, or you go to a place and join with them? No, physically? we um, we back in the day we used to like uh, call all each other and, and you know put all each other in before free free, uh, free conference call came in, and and, and oh. so now we call into free conference callers. Um, uh, a full. A full complement would be 14 women, but usually it's about 12 women because there's a couple of women whose schedules change. So we, at least 12 of us. But the wonderful thing is, is that this prayer line has been going on for 30 years. It's never missed a day. Love that. Never missed a day. So connecting with these women is balancing for me. That's amazing. Because in some cases, they may be the only women that I, I share, you know, my own stuff with. Uh, before I start talking to clients and doing podcasts and right. all the other stuff that I do. So that keeps me balanced. Mm-hmm. Um, also, um, remembering um, to let go of the need for perfection. And it's, it's, not, it's not so much that I want to be perfect, but I do want to do my best. And right. sometimes you have to learn what that is because you can keep tweaking, 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 right. and it never goes out. Like right now I have a newsletter that I've been tweaking, tweaking, tweaking for about a week. Um, it needs to go out. It needs yeah. to go out. I cannot hold on to it. I just thought of right. something else I should add to it. And I was like, you know what? No. It's amazing to me how how much that resonates with me because I have to, I'm trying to keep this motto um, done is better than perfect in my mind. But like you, I, I, you're very fortunate. You have friends and family who literally physically sometimes pull you away from doing your work because I'm the same way. I have to literally pull myself out of it and learn, you know what? I, you have For me, I'm struggling with the Um, I mean, it's always a struggle to balance between this mindset of I want to do my very best, which kind of leans towards perfectionism a little bit versus put it out there. Done is better than perfect and stay. The reason I'm putting it out there instead of tweaking it until it is perfect is because I need to stay centered and focused on what is the most prioritized thing that needs to happen. And if I get too caught up in all the details of things, then I can easily uh, lose sight of what really needs to happen, you know, for whatever the project or the people or whatever it needs. You were saying that you have to remember to let go of perfectionism and you're learning to, you know, instead of just trying, you said, let go of doing your best. And I like what you said about, you have to learn what your best is. And, And sometimes that's a lesson I think for myself. Thank you. That sometimes your best means let go of it and move on and get some rest or do something fun or take a break Mm -hmm. or move on to a different Mm -hmm. project or whatever. I like that. That's, that's really useful. On the same token, one of the things that's really interesting about staying balanced is that sometimes you get in the zone. Yes. And when you're in that zone, you want to really protect yourself against distractions. Right. And um, if you happen to have people in your life who aren't creative in the same way that you are. I mean, that's just not their thing. Right. They don't really get it. So you right. have to explain it to them. And and they will grow to respect. If they love you, they're going to grow to respect it and right. understand that when you say, you know, I'm in the zone right now, they're like, oh, okay. You right, know. right. Uh, but uh, one of the things that helped me to get more balance is to recognize when I was in the zone. 
yeah. I've also mm-hmm. learned to recognize allow it. Yeah, I, allow it. Right, allow it. And I've also learned to recognize when I'm not in the zone. Um, it's just not happening for me. And it's time to push away and go do something else. Love that. That's a hard lesson. I want to say that's a really hard yes. lesson. I, what you're describing as the zone for me is, and it is the zone, but I call that creative flow when you're in the flow. And mm-hmm. I, I like how you're, you're right. You have to kind of go with it. And so many creative people, once we're in that zone, we go so deeply and so in such immersion into it. And it's beautiful because that creativity is just flowing out and everything's happening. But I like what you said about you also have to recognize when you are not in that zone or that flow. And what did you say? You have to pull yourself away from it. And and or what do you do when you recognize you're not in the creative flow? How do you pull yourself away? What do you do? Well, I try to be um, gracious with myself and forgiving of myself and not mm. beat up on myself because I can't write that blog. I can't make that call. I can't create that graphic. I can't right. go into the group. I just, I'm just not feeling it. Then allow myself to do that. And remember all the times when I felt like that before, but still, and yet things still got done. Right. And if it's happened before, it will happen again. And then think of something that is far and away from anything that I'm doing. And for me, uh, because even working out is like part of my business because I have to keep myself in shape because of what it is that I do. I am my own branding. <laughs> right. So it's not even that. I mean, so much of what I do is part of how I live. So right. it's one thing that's like totally different and away from that. I got into adult coloring. Mm, yes, my mom so does that. Yeah. I, I get my gel pens out and I turn on a podcast or something and I color. I love that. And it, engages a totally different part of my brain, yes. my creativity, you know, it just takes me away. It helps me if I'm feeling a little anxious, it helps me focus on something else. I love and it really this. helps a lot. Yeah. Yes. And, and whenever I, you know, blocked like that, I realize that there's some other kind of downloading that needs to be done. Mm-hmm. And I have this mm-hmm. thing called the uh, five D's to destiny. It's just my thing that I do to myself. Um, yeah. um sometimes yeah. you need to push back so that you can, um, find the direction. And then in that direction, eventually comes a download. And in that download are your directives. And in the the process of your directives, you're going to make some decisions. Mm. And then you're going to get really determined. You're going to follow all that. And that will take you to your destiny. Oh, that's beautiful. So it's direction, download, directives, decision, determination, and destiny. I find that that gives me a little bit of comfort. My pushing away and allowing and doing something else is creating an atmosphere for the direction, download, directives and decisions and determination and ultimately destiny will come into play. Mm, That's so beautiful. Sometimes you have to, yeah, sometimes you just have to let go. You know, this is such a big, it's a big lesson for me. I actually, my audience doesn't know this maybe yet, uh, that I actually was a guest on your Linus Minutes show for your Facebook Wellness Women 40 and Beyond group. And in that little mm-hmm. short thing, I was talking about this exact thing that sometimes you need to, and it's funny I talk about it, but I have to constantly be reminded <laughs> to do it, to of just course. shut yeah. down that conscious mind. I love what you do for that. You use adult coloring or maybe listen to podcast. I would do mm-hmm. that or maybe listen. I'm a classical mm-hmm. music lover, so I would listen to music in the background or even... I play piano, so take some more time to you know pl- play piano. But the point is, I like what you said about pushing away. Meaning, for me, I'm in, internalizing this that pushing away means when you're getting to the point of burnout, 
or yeah. your creative block is is just too big and you can't seem to push through instead of forcing it instead of pushing ourselves to like you said before go 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 allow yourself mm -hmm. to push away allow yourself to do something completely different and i've even i've got tons of content on that topic of how research has proven that when you literally do nothing you know like it or even do something what they call playtime mm -hmm. like go and play um, a game, a board game with someone or go ride your bike or go play ball with someone, if you, whatever it is, you know, and do something fun for yourself. Go see a movie and veg out or, or stream Netflix and med, veg out there. Those not doing anything, what, what I would in my inner critic would call kind of vegetating or not being productive enough, those things are actually increasing your productivity. So the fact that you're you're, I, I'm really learning from you because you're, you're a tad bit older than me and I, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm getting there. I'm, I'm definitely in the over 50 <laughs> mark there, but, <laughs> but I'm still learning my own system for how to allow myself to do that self-care piece. So I'm really excited to see you doing that as part of your holistic, you have to do it yourself because you're practicing what you're preaching. Yes. Yes. You're, yeah. You're practicing what you're preaching. Of course, I don't have everything down perfect at all. There's so many things that I'm still working We're human. on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's so many things. But I'm a visual person. Mm. So the, the way I want to be and the things I want to pursue and the goals that I want to achieve, they're all on my wall. If you were to see my wall, you mm. would see what Vision boards. what's kind of going on in the inside of my mind, which is kind of scary. Uh, but on my <laughs> wall, <laughs> on my wall, I have my um, goals and objectives. I've got my affirmations. I have my scripture. I have mm. all my revenue streams to look at. I have all my accomplishments for last month because I believe that we should celebrate what we did do because sometimes it feels like we're not doing anything. And then when you really celebrate, yeah, yeah. I have, it's called a hindsight, um, um, a hindsight, um, um, vis vision board. Mm. And all it is, is sticky notes with all the things that you've accomplished for the preceding. Month. I love that. The preceding month, January for me, I was, was dealing with this cough that would just not go away. It was a oh. part of a virus and it just would not go away. And I didn't think I got much done. But when I looked at what I did, even when I was coughing and not feeling well, I thought, wow, that's, yes. it, it motivated me to get even more done for February. You are a powerhouse. Well, you know, you, you know, I, um, I, I, I will receive that. I'm not very good at taking compliments, but the feedback I've gotten is I have to get better. So thank you. <laughs> you are. You're a role model for me because you've been doing this, you know, content creation, amazing, you know, machine for 10 years. And, uh, and that's, it's incredibly encouraging for someone like me to see that. But I also totally know we're, you know, not just our, just you and me, but many women are still dealing with this constant, um, kind of learning process about how to keep ourselves balanced and how to keep taking care of ourselves. You're listening to Your Creative Chord Podcast. I'm your host, Jenny Lee Hodgins. If you love this content, please join my mail list at yourcreativechord.com forward slash get inspired here. That's yourcreativechord, C-H-O-R-D, yourcreativechord.com forward slash get inspired here. No spaces in between anything. And if you join my mail list, you will be the first to know of new content. Plus you'll get my free checklist of top 10 things to help you reach your goals. Whether you're a creator or looking to explore your creative side, this checklist will help you prioritize and focus for results. That's yourcreativecord.com 
forward slash get inspired here. Back to the interview. I know you're you're certified in holistic health and life coaching and yoga and Pilates, and you have an undergrad degree in journalism, and you've done grad work in business, and you've taken many courses to support what you're doing in business. And with all that expertise and abundance of knowledge in women's wellness, can you tell us why you feel it's sometimes difficult for women to apply self-care, especially during midlife? Well, I can tell you from my own experiences that it, uh, I used to always feel guilty, especially when I was raising my girls, if I would even sit down for a minute. I'll tell you what my day would look like at the end of the day. Um, I would, you know, normally stay later than my staff. I would never leave earlier than my staff if I could help it, even though as a manager and then an upper level manager, I could. But that was just that weird monkey mind stuff going in the back of my mind about not being good enough, you know, which is an issue that all women have. Mm, Then I would go and I would pick up my all my offspring. Uh, They would be, you know, dispatched to whatever after school activity or homework or whatever needed to be done. And then I would start cooking, you know, uh, dinner. And then while dinner's cooking, we're doing homework. And, you know, my girls are pretty close together because their ages now are 35, 32, 31 and 27. Mm -hmm. So they were close together. So it was an interesting thing that I, you know, I was married, of course, and my husband did the best he could to help, but they're all girls. So it was all mommy, mommy, mommy at that (laughs) particular time of life, you know? And so then you have the dinner, you're sitting down with them and then this bath time, you know, packing backpack time, doing hair the night before time, reading a story together, preparing and putting them into bed. By that time, it's about nine o'clock. I've been, you know, from work at least three to four hours, maybe. And do you know, and this is absolutely the truth. I still have on my heels and my jacket from the suit I wore to work that day. I haven't sat down once. And I did that for years and years, Jenny. Why didn't you take it off? Why didn't you change into comfy clothes? I think there was something about taking a break for myself even for a minute. Uh, I gotcha. Yeah. Was out of order. Women do that. A lot of women do that. Yes, we do. Because we feel like, you know, we're proving our our value. We are upping the ante in terms of how important we are to our families. We're doing our very best to show love to all those that we care about. Mm -hmm. We're nurturing. We're, you know, providing. We're doing all this stuff. I wonder if, because I'm not African-American, I'm very white. And I'm wondering, with, with great respect, if... Being African-American, it's my understanding that a lot of black people push themselves way beyond the limit just to to prove themselves to cult, you know, to the against those cultural societal messages that we are just as good as you or And actually, what I see of black people that I know, you or you are included in this. Many black people that I know are far succeeding, far surpassing what most white people I know could accomplish. And I wonder if that has something to do with it. You push yourself so hard because of that whole, you know, the background of how, how you were treated historically. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It's ingrained um, in us as, um, you know, children growing up that you have to be five, six, seven times as good. And also, you know, and I think that carries over in terms of how you raise your families. It definitely was the case for me in corporate America. For many years, Mm. I was the only woman. I was the only young woman because I was pretty young when I got into management Mm. and definitely the only black woman. And they would have me traveling all over the country in charge of diversifying a workforce of white males. 
And the people that I was working with would be these branch managers in towns like Buffalo, New York, and, you know, for lack of a better description, Ukadu, Idaho. (laughs) And they're like, this little skinny black girl is going to tell me how to run my business I've been doing for 10 years. uh, Oh, boy. You've dealt um, with some stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was interesting. It was interesting. And I think what happens with all of that is that you begin to start applying the need to prove yourself, the need to... Uh, you know, show that you are worthy, that you have value, that you're, you know, trying to do the right thing. Yeah. It bleeds into Definitely. everything that you do. It's no longer just the work thing. It's your children, your marriage, your friends. It's all of that. And it's no wonder that eventually right. I developed an anxiety disorder. I did find yeah. out that anxiety disorders are one of the symptoms of anxiety, or, I'm sorry, of post-traumatic stress mm. is anxiety. Goodness. And That's how harsh. I found yeah. out about my mom's death was extremely extremely stressful. And I found out many years later that I was a victim of post-traumatic stress. That was, that's what started it. Good grief. Uh, menopause is what finished it in terms <laughs> of, you know, right. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. You had a much more complex and compounded, um, anxiety, you know, originated from quite a traumatic event. And, and then you're still continuing to carry on as if you're so you're carrying that weight without really addressing it until it made you address it, basically, I guess. But when you were talking about how this constant need to prove that you're worthy bleeds into lack of self-care, I know that that yes. clearly was was evident in your personal history, But and I think it's evident in many women and, and myself sometimes. And But why is it self-care more difficult for women in midlife, and how does that compare to younger women, for example? Like, what's different there with the self-care piece for midlife? I think that younger women probably have a more realistic expectation of what they really can, what's humanly possible in the course of the day. Um, They've looked at their mothers and seen, you know, what's going on with them and how they're ending up and how things are going. They've uh, looked at their uh, grandparents in terms of what their whole economic situation is about and and how that seems to have gone to hell Mm. in a handbasket for many, (laughs) you know, baby boomers because of stock markets or a property or whatever that's happened along the years, you know, with the economy. And I think they look at all that and decide that, you know, I'm going to have more of a balanced life. I'm going to definitely make more time for fun. Oh, I see. And taking better Mm -hmm. care of me. I think the narcissism that we have today is not necessarily always unhealthy. I think a little narcissism is a little healthy in terms of, you know, Mm -hmm. putting yourself first. So I do believe that um, is putting yourself first is not um, selfish. It's just self Mm -hmm. first so that you can be there for everyone else. And that's a hard concept for baby boomers and Mm -hmm. even uh, women your age too, to to grasp, but it is an integral part of your overall health and wellness to understand that uh, taking care of yourself and uh, loving yourself isn't about thinking you're all that or isn't about being selfish or even narcissist at all. It's about loving everyone else around you enough to know that you have to take the time for yourself so that you can be there. And yeah. continue to yeah. be that role model for the, the so many people who depend on you. So it's really about flipping the script and taking a look at what your ultimate goals are and how you're going to get there. There's no way you can get there if you're sick and unwell. 
coming from the background of so many women doing, like you've just described, the extreme of not taking care of themselves, a little narcissism on the opposite end is not going to hurt. It's actually, we probably need a little more of that, you know, just to start balancing out how the, you know, how extremely we have, like, you know, not taking your heels or your suit off until you're ready to crash in bed after taking care of everyone else's needs all day long and coming home and doing it again. That that is an extreme of lack of self care that I see now that you've you've really learned and you're as you said you're still working on that balance but it, I think it speaks to how many women I think women need to hear this especially that a little bit of self care is definitely not selfish you don't do it enough basically and and what is the one thing you wish women would do that would increase their wellness. I wish that women would really give themselves permission to breathe. Mm. We are a nation of non-breathers. Yeah. We non-breather. walk around. Yeah. We walk around holding our breath without even realizing it. And there's so much benefit in the breath. Uh, the breath does calm us down and help us to think more clearly for a very simple reason. When you're letting in fresh oxygen, that oxygen turns into red blood. And that those red blood cells go to nourish your organs, which are vital in terms of your overall functioning, and also your brain. It's very important. And when you're, that's why when you go for a walk, you feel exhilarated, and you're wondering why, because you just got through expending energy. But the reason why, first of all, your endorphins get going, and that's a great thing. But the other reason is that your brain has been refreshed. Right. Your brain has had lunch or dinner or whatever time you want, <laughs> and now it's ready to serve you, ready to do the things that you, you know, that your magnificent mind has created for you to do. So I wish that women would breathe more uh, and use that breath to nourish their body, use that breath to reduce the cortisol in their system, and use that breath to, you know, uh, decrease the fogginess in their brain and enhance their clarity and focus, and use that breath to just remind themselves that they are. Um, a magnificent machine, a human machine, a body, and the magnificence of how the body supports itself, and to use that breath to remind them that it's all it's all connected, and that you're not an entity until yourself. That it's okay to take a deep breath and release it, and then you know go back in mm-hmm. there instead of you know, okay, 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 and all you do is take a deep <laughs> breath and never let anything out. You know? right. So that's one of the things that, is, that I would wish for women. I know it seems so simple, but I think there's a lot no, there. We forget. We, we're, so, uh, we're so go, 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 and we're so busy with everything in front of us that we forget to be in tune with that, that oneness of your body and your spirit and your life. And I think just breathing is really great. And also, as you mentioned before, and uh, that in the morning meditation or prayer, I, I actually am a Buddhist, so I actually v- vocally chant out loud mm-hmm. in a rhythmic phrase. Yes. And that is yes. scientifically proven to get your breath you know going and regulate it there's a lot more to it than that but the rhythm and the vibration all that but um and also what you said about uh, this is interesting because i wouldn't be thinking uh, i don't know why but i wouldn't uh, have thought to associate my breathing and benefiting my breathing from exercise getting out for a walk but you're right that once you go out and exert yourself physically you know with a good walk or some kind of exercise it it how does that help your breathing? It just gets it pumped up, basically gets you breathing and more. Yeah, your heart starts pumping. You start uh, breathing a little bit more and more oxygen starts going through the system. It's really it's symbiotic. It's all interdependent. 
but it starts yeah, with your yeah. movement. That's why movement is key. I tell women all the time, we were not created to be six, six stick figures. We're meant to move. That's why you have joints. And we have to, <laughs> minor details, you know, minor <laughs> details. It's really simple. I mean, to stay fit and healthy doesn't mean that you have to act like you're training for a triathlon. Right, it doesn't right. have to be like that. Right. Just simple movement every day, you know, right. it, it, it could be 30 minutes a day, it could be 15 minutes a day, twice a day. Right. Um, I think sometimes we make things so complicated and we're always dealing with everything from the like 100 foot level. Sometimes we want to deal with things from the 5,000 foot level and not be so bogged down by all the minutia because everything that's going on in our lives doesn't doesn't require that intense focus at that particular time. Right. Instead, you know, you take the thing that you're dealing with right now and maybe take that down to a thousand foot level and you still have the other 5,000 going on, but you're addressing the thousand foot level concern and not feeling overwhelmed. I think that um, we get overwhelmed and that's one of the reasons why we stop breathing. I mean, what Mm -hmm, happens when you mm -hmm. get stressed? First thing that happens is you get overwhelmed. And I'll tell you something for all you ladies who are approaching 40 and 50. Um, Finding a way to control your stress, you're going to really love the outcome because as you get older, you usually develop or produce more cortisol. Mm. Well, if you're producing more cortisol naturally because you're premenopausal, menopausal, postmenopausal, whatever menopausal you are, um, as you start to create more cortisol, uh, cortisol, if you don't start working on trying to find ways to calm you and release stress, your body's going to be getting double whammies because you have stressful lifestyles, which right. most of us have from time to time. And then you have uh, increased cortisol because you're aging. It's just part of the process. So all of a sudden you start seeing this thickening and you're wondering, why can't I lose any weight? Because mm. I've done this and I've done that and mm. I'm still gaining weight. You, you roll out of bed one day and you're 10 pounds heavier. Where the heck did that happen? <laughs> well, a lot of that thickening comes from the cortisol. And that cortisol comes from your thyroid, um, you know, which could be... Um, hypothyroidism, Mm -hmm. hyperthyroidism, Hashimoto's, get your thyroid checked out no matter what, because that will tell you what's going on with your hormones. But whatever's causing it, if you are living a stressful lifestyle on top of the extra cortisol that's coming as a result of aging, you're going to pick up weight. So one of the best things you could do is to learn how to deal with your stress through breathing, meditation, yoga, singing, dancing, whatever it is that you need to do to kind of get your zen on, that's what you need to do. And it's amazing how many people either lose the weight or, you know, or maintain the weight to a healthy level um, as a result of making some lifestyle changes to just change the trajectory right? and take out time for things that will calm you down. If nothing else, breathe, be mindful of your breath, just be aware mm-hmm. of your breath. That in itself will help you breathe more deeply and that causes all those things to happen. It's amazing how just remembering to breathe, that whole slogan, just breathe, just breathe. is so useful. <laughs> like, yeah. Just breathe. Thanks for listening to Your Creative Chord Podcast. I'm Jenny Lee Hodgins. If you enjoyed this podcast, you can help me by leaving a review on iTunes or share this link with your social media. You can also forward the link to this podcast by email to your friends. Thanks for helping spread the word so your Creative Chord podcast can continue bringing you inspiring interviews and stories. And if you loved this content, please join my mail list at yourcreativechord.com forward slash get inspired here. 
You'll be the first to know of new content. Plus, you'll get my free checklist of top 10 things to help you reach your creative goals. If you want to explore creativity, hear about other creators, or get inspiring stories to empower you, please join me at yourcreativecord.com forward slash get inspired here. Thanks for listening.